Oh, yes, indeed. Hour number two on a Friday. We hope you're having a good one. It's Zay's birthday today. Happy birthday to Zay and anybody who's got that February 3rd birthday. Uh, Lots going on around the area with this crazy weather. We're starting to come back to normal. In fact... We, I went to bed last night not thinking we'd be able to have any guests today, but thankfully the phone lines are back hot and ready to go. That means we can bring you one of our favorite segments of the week, and we got to savor it because we've only got a couple more here as the Super Bowl's coming. The Vaqueros Cafe and Cantina Hotline brings us the great Brandon Lang, brandonlang.com. Believe me, the show with Cordell Stewart, you got to check that out too. We're in that off week, of course, before the Super Bowl. B. Lang, how are you? We'll do a little March Madness, you know. There you go. That's right. Well, no, we have you back for March Madness. We do that. And then that's it. You know, now, but now that I'm single, we can figure out a hang with Lang where I come in like, you know, like on a Thursday night. Wait, what happened to old girl? It seemed like y'all were hitting it off. What girl? <laughs> you said you're single now. There was a girl that you had during the football season, maybe week 14 around there. Oh, yeah, was it a Veronica or a Victoria? Right, there's Veronica. Elusive has not been has not been called by any girl I'm currently seeing. Gotcha. Okay. You understand when you get into a relationship, you you, it's an open relationship until one of says, you know what, I want us to be exclusive. So if you go into, I'm single for the first time in 17 years. I'm not uttering the words exclusive. (laughs) So as long as you go in, as long as you meet a woman and be upfront honest with us, I'm not looking for anything serious. If you want to hang and have some fun, that's great. But if if you're looking to get serious, then I'm not your guy. No, let's hang and have fun. Okay, great. Absolutely. I'm not pleased. I I look like I'm 45 years old. I do not look 60. I turned 60 at the end of this month. I just literally just left the VA. And my doctor goes, you do not look 60. You look fantastic. I'm like, thank you, doc. I work hard at it, doc. I'm in that gym five days a week. I eat right. I eat healthy. Uh, I only drink on one day. That's Sunday. So I can watch the football games and have a couple cocktails with the boy. Abs- no way. I, you think I'm coming to Austin to hang with you guys on a Friday night and not and see something in the bar and not try to do some farming? What, are you crazy? <laughs> are you nuts? Come on, bro. That's fair. No, as, that's, Bri- as, that's as, fair. Bri- as Bryce Harper would say, that's a clown question, bro. <laughs> that's a clown question. Clown question, bro. <laughs> Oh man! All right, so we're getting yep. we're getting ready for uh, getting ready for the Eagles Chiefs. But of course, before we get there, anything coming off these championship games that we need to discuss as the Chiefs and Eagles advance? Well, I don't want to, you know, listen. Brock Purdy getting hurt or Johnson getting hurt. Philly was going to win that game. It's the same thing as the Cincinnati Bengals on Monday night against Buffalo. If, if Demar hadn't gone down with a heart attack, that Buffalo was going to get run off the field by Cincinnati. So let's just be sure that Philly was going to win that game. I'm going to quote Dak Prescott for a minute because I have all the respect in the world for Dak Prescott after the Niners game. He went on, went to the podium and said, listen, my defense played well enough for us to win today, and I didn't, and that's on me. And I'm just going to work to get better. My team, I'm going to make sure this never happens again, and I'm not, I will never have another season where I throw interceptions the way that I did. I will get better, and I vow to get my team back here, and I will be better. I mean, I had all the respect in the world. Dak put it on himself. Joe Burrows was so bad in the fourth quarter of that game, his defense got him the ball back twice in the fourth quarter, and both times he imploded. 
the first time they got it, got it back, he got it up to the 40-yard line. They're around five and a half minutes to go. It's second down and three. Joe, just check it down, bro. Pick up the first down. Now you're first and 10 at the 45, bro. Clock running. You're there. You're going to win it with a field goal. You are Joe through deep twice. They punt. Then they get the ball back. They get it out to the 36-yard line. Second down and eight. Check downs right there. Get yourself in a third and short. Nope, he imploded again. And then I bring this up because I hate the Chiefs. Now i got to handicap another uh, another <laughs> Super Bowl with, 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 with a coach that's banned from every buffet in Las Vegas. <laughs> yep. I, can't, I can't take it, and now i got to do it again. But on that last play where, where the homeboy from Texas gets called for the personal foul penalty, it never should have happened. One of his players threw him up under the bus and set him up to fail. Mahomes goes back to pass on that down. And he goes back to pass, and Hubbard, the left defensive end, rushes upfield and sets the edge on the left side. So Mahomes can't get outside. That's his job. Keep him in the pocket. He can't run. Keep him in the pocket. Mahomes took two steps up in the pocket. And when he did that, here came the pressure. The pocket was closing. But Hubbard made one little mistake. Go on YouTube and pull it up, and you'll see it. When Mahomes took two steps up in the pocket, Hubbard took two steps with him, Mm. and Mahomes went right outside him. You can see Hubbard trying to chase him down, but it's too late. If Hubbard just stays on that edge like he's supposed to do, even when Mahomes went up in the pocket, trust your other guys are getting there, which they did, Mahomes has nowhere to go. Sack, game over. Now we go to overtime. But nope, Hubbard didn't do his job. Mahomes gets outside. That leads to the 15-yard penalty, and now we got to handicap the Chiefs in the Super Bowl against Philadelphia. So when you break it down, it comes down to this. Question number one for you guys. Who's got the better offensive line? Uh, better offensive line? That's probably the, talking, it's Eagles, isn't it? Yeah, Eagles. How, how, are you, how are you even hesitating on that question? It's Eagles. I was thinking you talking about Bengals. They got, they, got, they, got two, they got two Hall of Famers and Lane Johnson and Kelsey on their offensive line. Yep. Their offensive line is far superior to the D-line. Now, talk about Chris Jones. Oh, he had a day. He was unbelievable against Cincinnati. He wrecked the game. How was he against Jacksonville? Did his name get called very often against Jacksonville? He was nowhere to be found against Jacksonville. Nowhere. That's why Jacksonville went up and down the field on him. That's why Jacksonville probably should have beat him outright. That's why Trevor Lawrence had guys wide open all day long. Why? Because if you don't get pressure on the quarterback, the secondary of the Chiefs gets exposed. Hence the reason why they've had more pass plays of over 25 yards given up by any team in the NFL and the most pass interference penalties given up in the NFL. But the Cincinnati offensive line fooled us. They played great up in Buffalo. They played like garbage at Kansas City. Crowd noise, home field advantage. It got to them. So now, with that superiority on the offensive line, who's got the better defensive line? Kansas City or Philadelphia? (laughs) Philly. That's Philly. Yeah. It's not even close. No, it's not. So now... When you have those advantages in the trenches, the only way Philadelphia loses the Super Bowl is if Jalen Hurts plays like garbage. And that's a big if because Mahomes is the more talented quarterback. Mahomes makes plays. He's going to be running for his life. He's going to be running all over the place because his offensive line is not able to protect him. But it's still Mahomes. If Jalen Hurts plays a clean game, doesn't turn it over, there is no way the Philadelphia Eagles can lose the Super Bowl to this team. So you're basically shoving your chips all in with Jalen Hurts because that's what it's going to come down to. The Eagles are going to be able to run the football. 
and then it's up to Jalen Hurst to make the plays when the plays are there. That's it. It's pretty simple. So who do you trust? Man, as a Cowboys as a, as a Cowboys fan, Brandon, I hope that you're dead wrong, but I think you're right. Like <laughs> that's all I've been thinking about too: the blocking, the tackling, the basics. I ju- I think they're better overall, and I I hope their run game. I hope Mahomes yeah. figures something out. That's about all I can hope for. Their run game. Their run game is so good. Um, it really is, and the Chiefs aren't going to be able to stop it. Niners had the number one rush rush defense in the NFL; they couldn't stop it, and. And, and, and so it comes down to Jalen Hurts making the play. The RPO is a beast to defend. It just is. And it's a beast to defend with a mobile quarterback. And I said this guy to you last week with San Francisco. When you rush a mobile quarterback, you can't rush with reckless abandon like you would a, a Tom Brady. You know Brady's not going anywhere. You can pin your ears back and just come after him and let it fly mobile quarterback you have to rush and maintain gap control because if you give a seam he is gone and that takes a little bit away from from the intensity of your pass rush that's something that that they didn't have to worry about in the cincinnati game in the jacksonville game a little bit with trevor lawrence and even joe burrows are running it but Jalen will take off like a deer and run so that's kind of where you're at so i got to figure out if i'm going to trust Jalen hurts or, or or trust the man who, who's banned from every buffet in the city of Las <laughs> Vegas. And the thing about it was is that they lost the Super Bowl to Tampa Bay. And this goes back to Mahomes. Mahomes has played eight Super Bowl quarters. He said one, good qu- one half good quarter. That was the fourth quarter, seven minutes left. He played very well against San Francisco. And even then, he's two batted balls down by Chris Jones from losing that game because Garoppolo had Samuels open and Kittle open on consecutive third downs on consecutive possessions that Chris Jones batted down or they don't win that Super Bowl. And he was garbage against Tampa Bay. I put a little bit of that on Andy Reid. His son drives off the off-ramp, hits somebody and, and kills him, and, and Andy wasn't focused. And, and at some point in that game when Mahomes is being chased around by Tampa Bay and Mahomes is walking on the sideline, Coach, they can't protect me. So we got to move the clock and go to a shorter passing game because these three- and five-step drops aren't working. Nope, they didn't do that. He just kept dropping him back and getting him running for his life. So he'll learn from that. But by the end of the day, I still think Philly's going to be in that backfield a lot. Mahomes is going to have to perform some incredible magic, which we in the Super Bowl so far, we haven't seen it consistently. So it, it's a tough one. In Vegas, with the Lions telling you, the game's going to be close. Yeah. B. Lang, let's go to the hardwood. Last week you were on point. You said Wake Forest over North Carolina State. I think it was plus three for Wake, and they only lost by two, so you hit that one. And then you had Creighton winning, and they won by almost 20. What's it looking like this weekend in college hoops? Right there in your backyard, the Big 12. Oklahoma State at home against TCU. Keep an eye on Oklahoma State. They just went into Oklahoma, caught the Sooners a little flat Wednesday night off their big win last Saturday over Alabama. And Oklahoma State just ran them off the floor. And it's funny, Fran, Fran, Fran Fricello was saying during the telecast, he says, look at Oklahoma State. Do they look like an NCAA tournament team to you? And, and the play-by-play guy says, yeah, they do. They just got off to a slow start. They're filthy. And this would be a big quad one win for them. So I like them. They're probably going to be getting two and a half, three. So I like them a lot. And uh, I like Wake to go into Notre Dame and beat the Fighting Irish. I think Wake's just a better team. I think Wake gets it done. But the one I really like is Oklahoma State Saturday at home, a little home dog cooking in the Big 12. 
about that, check out BrandonLang.com. Check out Believe Me with Cordell Stewart as well. There's some early thoughts for you on the Super Bowl. Uh, Brandon, we appreciate it, man. We will try to hit you next week. Uh, I know it's going to be Super Bowl Crazy Radio Row. We will not be there once again, uh, but we will try to hook up with you. Our man Super Bowl Stu is going to be there rolling around with the NFL alumni folks, so uh, you'll probably be hanging with him but talking to us. So um, we appreciate you for for doing all that throughout the season and we're hoping to talk to you at the the Super Bowl so have a good time if you're headed to Arizona absolutely count on it guys thanks thanks Thanks, Brandon Lang yeah we'll make it work every year since we have Brandon on every week sometimes we have to adjust a little bit but we will figure that out Brandon Lang BrandonLang.com so uh, there's some some thoughts there boy I hope he's wrong on there but I agree. I agree. There's a lot of a lot of stuff pointing to the Eagles right now. I hope they get over overcooked over this last next couple of weeks, and Kansas City uses it to their advantage. Yeah, you know that three headed monster that they have as running backs. Well, I think we should start saying four headed monster. I should start saying four headed monster with Jalen Hurts, Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell, and then Pro Bowler Miles Sanders. Yep. All those guys when they're all clicking. Man, they're tough to stop. And still with me, how healthy is Jalen Hurts? How willing is he to lower his shoulder and take those hits still? Because he, they keep on saying he's not 100%. Nick Sirianni, I get it. You compare him to Michael Jordan and all, and it's Michael Jordan day being 2-3, uh, 23, but yeah, he ain't no Michael Jordan. He's <laughs> right. having a good season, but he ain't no Michael Jordan, Nick. I love you pumping him up, and he's making you look good. But still, you know, I love what B. Lang says. Like, Christian Jones and those guys, if motivated, which they will be, everybody's taking them as the underdog, I, they're going to come with it. And if Jalen Hurts, if he's not willing to, you know, take those shots that he took, from week one to week 15 till he got hurt against Chicago, which it was just, we talked about it all season long. How is he going to be able to sustain this? Mm-hmm. How yep. will he be able to keep this going with that physical play? Because quarterbacks, they don't take that type of beating. And yeah, that power squatting stuff, that's cool and all. And him playing for his pops and being that strong-minded guy. I love him as a leader. He's, he's great for that franchise. But still, this is the Super Bowl. They're going to come at you with everything they got. Are you willing on those RPOs to keep it and you know go for those extra yardage that you were doing the most of the season? Two things, though. They've just won two straight games by 21 or more. They just won 31-7 in kind of a cruising game. And he got two weeks and he only has to do this one more time that's the other thing right it's one time one game can they absolutely go full physicality for this game yeah like how how locked in like the 49ers best defense in the league but how locked in were they knowing that Brock Purdy was out with that Craig Way elbow injury yeah right (laughs) and especially when Josh Johnson got hurt yeah and then when that fool gets hurt it's like what are, what are we doing? Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. That has to be factored in. But what I'm saying is because of all that, Jalen doesn't have to be full-on 100% yeah. Jalen. Yeah. Right? And then he gets the rest. Yeah, and he can so, rely on those three running backs. That's what I'm concerned about as someone who's not rooting for the Eagles in that game. All right, plenty of Super Bowl talk coming uh, throughout next week. We'll get you set up for all of that. And our man Super Bowl, Stu, is headed out to Arizona. Talked with him today. Uh, real quick, Zay, let's get this out there before the break. Huge NBA story breaking today. No one does drama like the NBA. Let everybody know which superstar has a has a request. Uh, probably 
this guy should go to the Hall of Fame of messy social media, salacious <laughs> gossip, where we at in society type of things. Uh-huh. According to Woj Mom, Adrian Wojnarowski, Brooklyn Nets star Kyrie Irving has told the franchise that he wants to be traded ahead of Thursday's deadline, sources tells ESPN. Oh, man. They're fourth in the East, Chad. They haven't had KD for a month. He couldn't keep it up for a month. You couldn't beat a man for a month, Kyrie. I get Ben Simmons is the worst, but oh bruh. Have you ever seen those field goals in the NFL where they'll make a big field goal and the opposing mascot is under the field goal banging his head against the pad? That's what Kevin Durant is doing right now, banging his head against something. Are you serious, Kyrie? I, I don't get it. I mean... We know how disgruntled he's been. We know what happened with, you know, anti-Semitic comments. Now, and I was going to say, is it possible that there's a controversial documentary that he wants to promote and the NBA won't let him? Is that what's going on? <laughs> That's possible. Or excuse me, the Nets won't let yeah, him. That, 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 another that team is might... possible. I wouldn't put it past <laughs> Kyrie Irving. It's oh, just, I, I don't know where he wants to go. I don't think the Nets are going to budge either. Is he just going to quit playing like he did basically the year of COVID when he wouldn't get the shot? You, you don't think an NBA team is chomping at the bit to take on all that Kyrie Irving brings? I, Yo, man. That's got to be a special circumstance. You're right, but like who when is he's it? hoping, oh, I know. It's, a, it's a thing to see. Like Watching the few games this year, I think he's had like over 50 points in multiple games. He He's different, so... I get somebody taking a chance on them, but don't mess up. Understand what you like. You said understand what you're getting. Yeah, that's you a lot know. of luggage that's unzipped. That's the type of luggage that's unzipped that they lose, mm. and you just lose random items or the uh, <laughs> no lock. or the people y'all no lock or yeah. they just go through all your stuff and like that's uh, that's some serious luggage that you're gonna have to take with when Kyrie comes to your squad. That is such a mess. Yeah, that's that's all. I, I hate to hear that, man. I, I hate to hear it. I know there's a lot of people that have turned Kevin Durant into this big villain, and in some ways, I think he's embraced the villain role sometimes. But I just, you know, I want I want every good team, especially the ones that could be upper level good, maybe even elite for this time frame. I want them to stay together. I want teams to continue to be good, and I want Kevin Durant to get that chance to, you know, to to win. Do what people said he needed to do when he left the Warriors. Be as Charles Barkley and Shaquille O'Neal say, be the bus driver. There you go. Be the guy. Be the one. And and they're trying to put things around him. And there's all these roadblocks coming up. And the other players are, you know, they're sabotaging things, self-sabotage. It doesn't always feel like it's Durant doing it. And I just feel for him watching these press conferences and guys will ask him questions. And Durant's like cocked back in a chair with that mic like, you got to be kidding me. Seriously, like he, he's he's like, am I sitting here really talking about? Yeah, clearly there's more to it, and stuff will come out as the days go on. But Ben Simmons, he hasn't been as good as you would expect, or actually, for me, he's been as good as I expect. But being a four-time All-Star that he was, going through all that stuff that he had going on in Philly, just by you know mentally not being there, mm-hmm. having the Philly fans, you know how they could be. So that made it even that much worse but now Ben Simmons getting traded being in a new atmosphere new climate 
still not playing well, being a horrible half-court offensive player. If they're not running on a fast break, Ben Simmons is worthless. Hmm. Defensively, he's still good, yeah. but offensively, when it comes to the half-court game, which that's what it is in the playoffs, and the Nets in at the fourth seed, they're going to make the playoffs. He's going to get exposed, and I don't know if Kyrie was like, I don't want to be a part of this. Maybe something happened with Jock Vaughn, current coach. Remember, yeah, what, maybe. You know, maybe Kyrie was a big Steve Nash guy. I don't think so. I think that was the whole point of Steve Nash getting the boot because he wasn't a Steve Nash guy and because Kevin Durant and all those guys, they were like, oh, Steve, you were nice and you were a you know, two-time MVP, but you can't coach. Yeah. Man, so that's, man, that's crazy. I can't wait to see what happens. And, yeah, Kyrie Irving, he is a drama queen, but he can hoop. All right, Kyrie Irving requesting a trade from the Nets. And, again, the deadline is next Thursday? Is that what yeah. you said? Okay. So we'll keep our eyes peeled for that. Uh, also up next, NBA has announced all the all-star rosters. We know who's in the dunk contest. Zay will give you a little bit of that. And we'll get you a little bit of a flex segment. Games have been rescheduled. Some of them coming today. Some of them coming on the weekend. We'll tell you how you can get your updates in. Don't move. This is the Horn. Friday, when this started up, it sounded like it was going to cook its way up to a Michael McDonald, but I don't think that's who that is. No, I'm looking at the picture of the album. It ain't Mike. Single artist or a group? Group. A group. Uh, What's it called? Sweetheart. Sweetheart. No, I don't have it. Who is it? Frankie and the Knockouts. No chance on that one. Frankie and the Knockouts. All right. 1981. Nice. Frankie. Kind of explains it. Song from 81, so I'm not quite. That's the year MTV started. I was, I was, you know, paying attention to music, but I did hadn't heard that one. Frankie and the Knockouts. So Phil Collins and Philip Bailey, that great duet earlier and Gloria Estefan and the Sound Machine with Conga. We had all that going. Zay's got the music back the way he wants. Uh, we've got the internet back today, our hardwired internet back, which means we've got the streaming back for you. Somebody texted, welcome back to the app. Yes, if you listen on the Horn app, uh, the Horn Austin in your app store, you're able to do that again. Our man Nate sent us a text that said, big thanks to Chad, Zay, T.Y., etc., who stuck around and made sure everything worked the past few days, had to work also, and appreciated y'all still being on air. We appreciate Thanks, that. Thanks, Nate. Uh, the other day when we were leaving here, we saw a guy that works here in the building. He was My at- man, Ray. Is it Ray? Yeah, it's Ray. Shout out to Ray. Ray was clearing branches listening to us yeah and uh he said man you guys are the only ones that were on and i appreciate you being on so we uh we're glad Uh, i mean that's 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 why we do it and we were saying throughout the process we're just trying to take your mind off of it a little bit too so thank you for being there and we are able to get things streamed again 
Ray's smooth. Ray looks like a Keenan Ivory Damon Waynes. He does kind of. Yeah. He's a smooth looking cat. I like him. Yeah, it's a good call. It's a good call. Uh, So thanks to everybody out there that's been listening, and we do hope you guys are getting your power back. I love seeing those power lines without ice on them driving home yesterday and not seeing the limbs with ice on it. A lot of us are dealing with the limbs, uh, you know, out at the house. I was cutting stuff yesterday and cutting and trimming, and my wife and I are trying to move limbs and branches. So I'll be getting a, a service out to my house, I'm sure, at some point, and um, you probably will be as well. So we hope everybody's doing good. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on, including rescheduling some sporting events. Let's get you a quick flex segment, and then we're going to talk some NBA as well. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. We've been telling you all week to get us your updated basketball scheduling, uh, National Signing Day stuff, and anything else that you think Flex would need to know about at FLXATX. Uh, I'm on their Twitter feed right now, and Zay, among other things, I'm seeing your Bowie Bulldogs, boys basketball, they've gotten their game rescheduled with Aikens. It was supposed to happen earlier in the week, uh, so it will be, now that we've got you know, some decent weather on the weekend, they're going Saturday afternoon. Okay. Bowie and Aikens. Yo, this is kind of like, you know, we talked about with the Texas Longhorns playing a tournament-like schedule with having Kansas State and then Kansas on Monday. For these high school guys and gals, this is kind of like a select AAU type of style where you play in multiple days, kind of back-to-back because of all these missed days due to the ice and whatnot and messing up the weather and not having power. This is kind of like playing in the summer, so... Some of these kids who play year-round, they'll be used to it, and some of the ones that don't, it might affect them a little bit. Yeah, so I also saw that uh, Georgetown, the boys' soccer team, sent out a tweet letting everybody know their varsity game's at 7.15, their JV's at 5.30 tonight. They're going to be able to get that done. They're taking on Hendrickson, if you are a fan of either one of those. Uh, National Signing Day stuff, Georgetown got to do their National Signing Day event last night. So congrats to those athletes that were able to you know, announce decisions and get to feel like uh, National Signing Day was happening. Also, a shout-out to uh, – we'll, we'll stretch it out to Copper's Cove. Big O tackle out in Copper's Cove named Michael. I'm going to go with Uini. U-I-N-I is the last name. I've been seeing the last few days, Zay, Michael's been getting offer after offer after offer. The other day, I believe it was Vanderbilt. Today, I saw that he is blessed and honored to have received, must be nice, his 34th offer from Arizona State. That's what I'm talking about. Dude, (laughs) that has got to be a nice feeling to have that many offers to choose from. Uh, Congrats to all those talented athletes in the area who are either signing on the dotted line right now or getting uh, things together maybe for a decision later on. He is class of 24, so he's got another year. Let yourself be wine and dine, young man. Let yourself be wine and dine. Listen to everybody, even if you have somebody in mind. Take that trip. Eat that good food. Yeah. Get all the gear and stuff. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Hey, the guy, one of my uh, really good friends throughout, uh, we've known each other since first grade, but he was the quarterback of the state championship team. He knew he was not going to certain places, but I'll never forget when he told me, he said, hey, how was I going to say no to the trip to Hawaii? Yeah. 
And he took it. He came back with a nice Hawaii hat on, went all the way out there. He knew he ultimately ended up going to Baylor. He's like, I wasn't going out there, but dude, what a great trip it was. <laughs> so, you Why know, not? If the U calls, you'd kidding me? Sure. Sure. You want to come take a tour of, you know, Stanford, UCLA? Yes. Yeah, if I was yes. from Tallahassee and the U called. I'm taking that I trip. I think you might have to do that. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, uh, so there's your flex segment. Every day at 1.30, we get that to you, and hopefully now high school basketball can get back on schedule. Zay, do you know if you have a basketball game next week? I think so. Okay. I'm pretty sure. Um, well, it's a Tuesday night affair? The regular schedule programming, it would have been like Travis, no, Buda Johnson and Westlake. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you may get another look at the Westlake group, huh? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I, co- I like Coach Lucero's group and Buda Johnson. They're really good, too. Saw them last year. They got a lot of those guys returning, like Quentin Hairston and Sam McKinney. Good-looking squad. You haven't seen Buda Johnson play yet, though? Not this year. Not this year. Okay. Uh, so hopefully that's coming next week. Also next week we're going to be into Super Bowl prep and Super Bowl week. We'll have stuff coming for you, uh, getting you ready for that game. Also uh, coming up February, what is it, the weekend after the Super Bowl is NBA All-Star Weekend, Zay. Always something people look forward to. So now we have full rosters for the All-Star game. That's right. But correct me if I'm wrong, they're not picking the teams until right before tip-off. They're doing this like a back, you know, a backyard playground game. You're right. Are you? Are yeah, you, yeah. Are you NBA draft is on Sunday at 7.30, so right when they pick, kind of like schoolyard, a last person gets picked, feels crappy about themselves. Wow. It's going to have that feeling. You like it? I do like it. Okay. Yeah. They've done a really good job, I think, of just trying to stay fluid. Trying to stay flexible, try to figure out what the fans want, don't want. Should we really be east-west? Should we be this? So now it's once again LeBron, KD? Nope, LeBron and Giannis. Oh, it's LeBron and the Freak. That's right. LeBron team on one side, and it's Giannis who gets a team on the other side. Right. And that's based on they're the top two vote-getters. Correct. Okay, gotcha. So if the two top vote-getters are Eastern or Western Conference, none of that matters? I think it does. Uh, I think it does. It has to be two top vote-getters out of each conference. Okay, so they want one that is East and right, one that is West. Right, because okay. I think Steph and LeBron, if Steph was in the East, that's how it would have been. I see. Okay, I got you. Uh, anything stand, what stands out to you about the full rosters? Um, Probably those first-year guys, like a Laurie Markinen, Jaron Jackson Jr. Spurs fans remember Jaron Jackson Sr. that won that ring with them in 99. But Jr.'s had a really good season. I think he leads the league in blocks, 3.3 a game. You know, he's a Tom Izzo guy, came from Michigan State and mm-hmm. plays like it, plays a lot like Draymond Green. He could shoot that thing, and he's a big reason why the Grizzlies are sitting in the second seed in the West. Shea Gildress-Alexander, he really sticks out for me he's a league pass hall of famer oklahoma city thunder averages 30 a game nobody gets to see him because he's never on espn or tnt because he plays for oklahoma city who wants to see those guys but they're fun to watch josh giddy shay canadian guy play for coach calipari at kentucky i was just about to ask that's a kentucky yeah 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 yeah. him and marcus carr are really tight Okay. They're around the same age. They're cool. So I feel like those guys worked out together. Marcus Carr played for that under-23 team 
for Canada this summer, mm-hmm. and Shea played for his national Canadian team when they went and played overseas. So I think they work out around the same complex. And you can tell Marcus Carr, you know, got, just has a little more herky jerky to his game, and it doesn't get more herky jerky than Shea Gildress Alexander. He could score easily than most people in the league. His game is just so fluid. Him being six six, having the ball handling abilities that he has, he's improved his jump shot, his three. And yeah, he's impressive. And even though the Thunder, they're still fighting for the Victor Wimbenyama sweepstakes. They don't have Chet Holmgren. He's a joy to watch. But, you know, somebody just said JJJ, Jaron Jackson Jr. shouldn't have made it over Anthony Davis. Anthony Davis missed a lot of games. Anthony Davis has played well when he's been there. But he's missed way too many games to throw him in. So putting JJJ in, I'm good with that. But, yeah, Drew Holiday, that's a guy, first 90s player ever in the league. This is his second go-around. Story about Drew Holiday for me, Chad, first time I saw him since we're around the same age. Kingwood Classic, 2007. We're at Westfield High School. That's the main gym. Drew Holiday's out of the Los Angeles area. He was coming down shooting the three ball with his left and right hand. Oh, wow. In like a 10-point game, like playing against other D1 talent. And my pops is out here like nudging me in the arm talking about, you see that? Because I I just got done playing the game. I played horrible. So pops is just trying to compare any good player and say, you need to be more like him. He's nudging me on the shoulder like, you need to be like this guy. And I'm like, are you serious? Like he doesn't know who he is. I'm still I'm keeping up with rivals a little bit back then. But I know who Drew Holiday is. I'm like, "You're, you're comparing me to this guy? This guy that will be in the league for the next 15 years might be the best defensive player in the league. Everybody's favorite player's favorite player. I don't know you want I, me to be like him? I don't know if I can get there, Pops. I don't think so. <laughs> and that's, you know, there's so many moments in my mind where I played and I was just like, I have no chance. I have no chance of going D1 like I thought I was going to go when I was 12 years old. I have no chance of making the league like I thought I did when I was 12 years old. Like, when you see different guys out there, because you're so... You know, you're, you're so just used to your own environment being in Texas and stuff. But when mm-hmm. you start seeing guys from L.A. and New York, I remember seeing Lance Stevenson when I was in the fifth grade. The fifth grade, Lance Stevenson out of New York, playing for Team Next, winning AAU Nationals. Pat Jim, only six guys in there, just packed out. Lance Stevenson, I swear he was 6'4 back then. So just seeing guys like that, like Drew Holiday, one of my favorite players in the league, plays the game the right way, and seeing them at such a young age and him finally getting the recognition that he deserves. Like, he's been one of the top point guards, especially, you know, both side point guards, offense and defense in the league for the last decade and then some, but he's only been to the All-Star game twice. And that just shows the talent that's there. I mean, the snubs is crazy. Joel Embiid made it, Paul George, Shea Gildress, Tyrese Halliburton. This is his first year out of Iowa State. Kind of knew he was going to be good. I'm glad he made it. Yeah, when he played against Texas, he's averaging 20 and 10. Damian Lillard made it for the seventh time. Laurie Markkinen out of Utah is having a huge year. I thought when he came out of Arizona, he was going to be a good player. So it's finally coming along for him in his fifth or sixth season. John Morant, John Morant, Julius Randle, seeing him play from the Dallas area of high school. I remember we avoided him in Vegas one time. We were about to play against his team. Uh, He played for, gosh, uh, Texas Titans, and we lost. And if we would have won, we would have to play against Julius Randle and stuff. Thank Mm -hmm. goodness we didn't win that game. So, (laughs) yeah, just there's so much talent out there. Sabonis, son, he made it for the third time out of Sacramento. 
DeMar DeRozan, Jalen Brown, Bam Adebayo, like all those guys, they're deserving. It's just there's so much talent now, everybody's going to feel snubbed. Like yeah. Jalen Brunson being in New York, he got snubbed. Jimmy Butler, he could always make it every year. James Harden's averaging 22-10, and 10, but he missed, you know, 15-something wow. games compared to other guys. So pa- Butler's out too, you said? Yeah, Butler's wow, out. Okay. Pascal Siakam's the only player to ever average 25, 6 assists, and 8 rebounds and not make an all-star team. Wow. Ever. That's that's like first-team all-NBA type stats. That's so. Uh, Trey Young didn't make it. Darius Garland, De'Aaron Fox is having an incredible year. You know, Devin Booker, he's been hurt, but he's been playing well. Anthony Edwards. So the NBA, you know, say what you want about it. The talent is out of this world, and we'll be paying more attention to it when football goes away. But, yeah, I'm excited about the All-Star game. I love where the NBA's at. I know the defense isn't the best, but once the playoffs come around, we don't know who's going to win it this year. Full rosters out there. Huge NBA story today where Kyrie wants to be traded. We may get back into that at the top of the 2 o'clock hour. We're going to try to reach out to Jeff Ketchum of Orange Bloods uh, and see if uh, we can get a couple thoughts from him. Uh, we got this updated Texas-Oklahoma to the SEC story we'll, that, that we'll get you as well um, in that 2 o'clock hour. Up next, though, it's where we at in society. We'll see what Zay's got for us. It is Zay's birthday today, by the way, at 2.30. We'll tell you why today matters. Obviously, Zay's birthday is at the top of that list, but we've got some other things to hit as well. We're glad you're with us on a Friday. You can now stream us again, hornfm.com. Get on the apps and everything. Most importantly, we hope you are all getting your power back out at your houses, and we hope there was not too much damage. Thank you for sticking with us here on The Horn. Oh, I do know this one. Little Tom Sawyer for you. Zay, would you have known this band if I just pl- if I just played you this song? Would you know it? <laughs> yeah, he. Nah. I want to say yes. You want to say you would have known it? Okay. You would have to give me some hints. Yeah. Hint, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The biggest hint I could give you here is I always love this band until he starts singing. It's not one of my favorite things. People uh, always say Rush is overrated. I'm not. I'm one. I'm. I don't know if overrated is the right way to say it. It's just not. His voice takes me away. It's a little too nerdy for me, and that's me saying it. It's a little too highbrow metal. A little too progressive for me, and his voice just gets me. They have one of the best. And I believe he, I believe he's passed on now. Neil Peart, he's one of the greatest drummers that's ever lived. Maybe the best technical drummer that ever walked the earth. He's awesome. The sound is good to me. I just can't deal with his voice. Yeah. The moment he starts singing, I can't do it. But I know there's a lot of Rush folks out there. So let's give Rush their love. Frankie, uh, the, Frankie and the Knockouts earlier, who I'd never heard of. Phil Collins and Philip Bailey and Gloria Estefan and the Miami Sound Machine. Before we get to where we're at in society today, part of today for us is a happy birthday to Zay. He is a February 3rd baby. And apparently, he just got a gift. Yes, thank you to my father-in-law, Kevin Cromack, for delivering Tiff Treats 
I don't know if he delivered them. I think it was the Tip Treats drivers. He had it delivered. He had it delivered. Yeah. And thank you, Kevin, for that. And thank you, Tiffany, for making those delicious cookies that you've been making for years and years and, for us Austin nights. And specifically, thank you to that delivery person because they had to come up four flights in the dark. Yeah. I don't know if they did that. But then how'd it get here if they didn't? Dave just brought it in. Somebody somebody somebody, somebody yeah. went up flights of stairs and brought it. Somebody did. Somebody went up four flights in the dark. So thank you to Tiff's Treats. Zay's already said I can have. You said I can have a cookie? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, you, you can have yourself a couple. Now what did they do? Quality assortment? Did you just get one kind? Do you know? Yeah, assortment. Oh, got it. Little mixture, yeah. I just had me a delicious chocolate chip. It was warm. We got any snickerdoodles in there? I think so. Okay. I think so. All right. (laughs) I do love a Tim Street snickerdoodle now. Yeah, it must be really good if it makes you go little John just now. Okay. That's I did do a little little John. (laughs) Tim's treats. They should have me as a spokesperson. Oh man, no, they should not. Tips treats. I'm available. You could just have me walking by, and somebody could say, "Hey, is that a Tips treat snickerdoodle?" And I'll say, "Okay." <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, all right. Happy, oh wow! Happy birthday to Zay! Shout out to Tips treats. Yes, We're thank good. you everybody that's giving me a happy birthday today. Yeah. Shout out to y'all. Appreciate Zay, y'all. Zay's getting a lot of love on the text line today, uh, and we'll de- we'll definitely give him some more birthday wishes and why today matters at two thirty. We got a lot to get to in the two o'clock hour, including the latest. I want to say rumor, just update on the Texas OU to SEC thing. It's not good. We're back to 2025 unless they can figure something out. And then this Kyrie Irving wants to be traded story is crazy. But right now, speaking of crazy, Zay now is back to full power on where we at in society. Let's see where we're going. Where are we at in society today? All right, Zay, do I need to check Twitter? I can do it the normal way. Yes, sir. Check that Twitter, baby. Okie Here we go. We are getting ridiculous. So... One big norm at these NBA games, especially um, these pro athletes, the closer you are and the more that you harass and hassle these NBA players, the bigger chance that you could get thrown out the game by these NBA players. We've seen Russell Westbrook get guys thrown out the game for being flicked off. We see LeBron James get thrown out the game or thrown guys out the game for just being a little aggressive with their words and you know, I mean Bird and Magic weren't throwing nobody out the game for being crazy. Let me just say that. It's a different time. I do love my NBA (laughs) now, but I don't like guys getting thrown out the game for being crazy. Like, that's a part of it in my book. But Eastern Illinois University played Linwood last night and lost 67-80. to And number 10, Keon Hodges Mm -hmm. slaps a person in the front row. While he's playing in the game. Okay. So in this video, yep. somebody gets dunked on. They're on offense, late, Eastern Illinois. Late first half, by the way. Yeah, late in the first half. <laughs> We're not even at the end of the game yet. Yeah, it's 29-26, about 2-24 left in the first half. <laughs> Keon, while his teammate gets fed in the post and dunks on somebody, goes over to the sideline and slaps a fan in the face. And then walks off the court. He gets like kind of teed up, I guess. Yeah, he gets teed up. The ref points at him. I don't know if he gets thrown out. I am looking. He had 24 minutes last night, so he kept playing. 
He kept playing. He had 24 minutes last night. He didn't get thrown out the game. They didn't chunk him for that? No, he kept playing, and I would have been a little upset, too. He only had two points, and they lost. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, and maybe I can explain to you why he only had two points, because Zay, you know I'm a fight guy. I'm looking here. I don't know if he made contact. I think he's – You think he whiffed? I think this is an attempted assault and not an actual assault because I think he might have whiffed. Maybe it also explains why he only ended up with two points. But why, I mean, he goes full swing, and the guy immediately is standing up and pointing at him. Yeah, either that guy's got a great chin, or well, I don't I, think he actually got him. It might have been on. a fingernail or a skim yeah. across the face. That might have been slight contact because his face does kind of go back. He didn't go full jaw on that guy. They didn't though. go full jaw. No. By the way, are you like wa- it wasn't like how Chris Rock got done no, by the no, Fresh Prince. No, 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 nothing like that. Have you seen that slap contest thing that Dana White's got going on on television? Gosh, yes, I have. Unfortunately, I have not watched a full episode. I've not let myself do that because it doesn't interest me that much. But man, when I see a little scene from it, it looks like it hurts. I've watched a full round. Did you? Yeah. Is it? Are you into it? It's pretty disrespectful. Like, what do you need baby powder for? Like, you're not a pimp. <laughs> What do you need? Like, I don't get why they put baby powder on their hands, and then they slap the crap out of the person. Is that so it glances off better? I don't know. Wow. Yeah, yeah it, it's an odd that. sport. So, I wouldn't do it. So back to this story, Zay. They're in the Ohio Valley, I believe, Eastern Illinois, and what's this, Underwood College? I haven't even heard of that other school. Uh, that's crazy that they didn't throw him out. That was Linderwood. Or is it Linderwood? Linderwood. Oh, my bad, Linderwood. I was reading it as Underwood. Okay, sorry. Yeah, old man eyes. Yeah, Linderwood in eastern Illinois. I (laughs) am a little surprised. In this day and age, I'm shocked they didn't throw him out. Yo, you know how mad I am if I dunk on somebody and I, I try to put that film out for NBA scouts and different scouts overseas and stuff, and all they could see is the guy getting his ass slapped on the baseline? Yeah, that's all they'll think of. That's all they'll think of. Right. Because it was an amazing dunk. Like, go look at it. It's a poster. Like, serious Dominique Wilkins type stuff. Oh, see, I still haven't even seen the play. See, you haven't even seen the play. play. Go look at the dunk. It's an incredible play. Oh, it's a good play. Yeah, you're right. You didn't even notice it. (laughs) And the the tag does say, don't let let the slap distract you from that mean poster. And I did. I watched it five times, and I didn't realize the dunk. That is a nice dunk. Go check it out. Zay is at ain't that underscore Zay. I just retweeted at C Hastings 1049. The station is at the Horn Austin. That one's crazy. Real quick before we leave a basketball discussion, did you see that Ja Morant hanging in the air, one-handed, off-the-glass play last night? His his bounce is ridiculous. He's at about, what was that? I don't know, 10, 12 feet on the baseline, hanging in the air. I can't remember if he went left or right hand. I think he ended up going with just one-handed right hand over the defense, off the glass, off the square, was incredible. If he was healthy last year, they could have beaten the Warriors. Him getting hurt messed up that whole entire series. Yeah. If he could stay healthy because he has like tendonitis and arthritis, which you don't like that for a guy as young as he is, but he jumps so damn high, he comes down on his legs. You gotta he has to come down hard. I mean, he just gets so high up in the air. But with Jaron Jackson Jr. and Dylan Brooks, if he could stop cheap shotting Donovan Mitchell and you know, they got Desmond Bain, who played for Jamie Frazier as a really good player at TCU, he could really light it up. Grizzlies are a scary team. 
They're sitting at the number yep. two spot. Nobody talks about them much because I don't know. Denver's at that number one, but staying healthy, they're a scary squad. Very scary. Yeah, he is. A, he's so fantastic to watch. Uh, we'll get to the dunk contest, guys, later. I really wish he'd be in the dunk contest. Just yeah. give us one job, please. That would be so much fun to watch. All right, coming up, your 2 o'clock hour. A lot of stuff to get into. The Texas OU SEC update, and Kyrie Irving says, I want out of here. Oh, what Kevin Durant must be thinking today. Also, we continue to get updates on uh, media chatting with Jerry Jones about the future. And I think we might have just gotten power back in the building. We'll get you that update, too. Cross your fingers. This is The Horn.